Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another edition of the Meerkat Musings podcast. I am your host, Ben, aka Daft Mom. It's been, um, ooh, I think it's been since mid October since I last did a podcast, and here we are at the end of November, finally getting around to doing this. I have done a few videos in the meantime, so if you feel like checking out my YouTube channel, which is, well, just search on YouTube for Meerkat Musings and you'll find it. You'll see a few videos because I have tried to be a multi-channel Meerkat of late. And of course, the blog over at meerkatmusings.co.uk is in fine voice. But I've neglected that which most requires a voice, so to speak, the podcast. And to my handful of listeners, or three or four of you, I thought to myself, you know what, let's try and, and do something for you. Let's try and treat you to uh, a brief or perhaps even a lengthy ramble as to the, the comings and goings of my life over the last six weeks or so. I can't necessarily claim high excitement or lots and lots of goings on. I've had, and you can follow this via the blog, uh, a few, shall we say, debates and discussions of late for one reason or another. I've had a few sources of stress of late as well. I've had a birthday. I have completed another rotation around the sun, and I am now well and truly into my 40s. There's no denying that anymore. And I've been playing the new Super Mario Bros. Wonder game a bit, uh, which I got for my birthday. I have to say, it's an absolutely bonkers game. There's no, there's no way to describe it. It's, it's completely insane. It's absolutely fantastic, if you ask me. It is very typical of a lot of Mario games in that it hides a lot of secrets. There's lots to do beyond the main game in some respects. It's very much like, it reminds me a lot of Super Mario World, actually, in, in, in some respects, with secret worlds and all that kind of stuff. But it's easier than Super Mario World ever was. And there are features designed to make the game quite easy. To make it accessible, I think, for a wide range of gamers of different abilities. But it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Whether or not it's going to be a contender for Game of the Year... As I think I have heard its name touted a couple of times, I'm not convinced of that because the competition is very, very stiff. Not least of all from Nintendo themselves with uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which will probably take the prize. But nonetheless, Super Mario Wonder is a very good addition to the Mario series and I have thoroughly enjoyed playing it. I thoroughly enjoyed my, my birthday meal out with my parents and uh, my brother as well, who actually came down to, uh, to see us, had a turkey dinner at a local pub. A turkey dinner in November. Scandalous. Unless, of course, you're American and you do Thanksgiving, in which case it's quite normal. Uh, but, you know, turkey in the UK tends to be reserved for Christmas for the most part. Well, I say that. It's not necessarily reserved at Christmas. It's just a thing that we do at Christmas. But I've digressed a little bit. I told you I'd be rambling, and I wasn't wrong, was I? So that's probably been the highlight for me 
of the last uh, the last few weeks, my birthday. Beyond that, it's just been a case of keeping my head down at work and trying to to focus on the tasks before me, trying to get as many sales as possible. Being a salesman, that is of course my my remit. Work's been a source of stress for for a few reasons for a while now and I think a lot of this can be summed up through the through the expression of blame and responsibility and a question as to where the line gets drawn for these things I have my views on who needs to take responsibility for what, and um, I've, to a certain degree, aired those views, but ultimately a lot of stuff which has created some of this tension, it's nothing to do with me, and there's only you know so much that I can say in, in relation to it. Suffice to say, um, I think maybe the core thing needs to be understood is we're in a sales driven environment and whether or not we enjoy that process whether or not we always feel that process is entirely fair to a certain degree is beside the point we're in a sales environment we joined a company that expects us to sell and if we don't sell then we place ourselves in jeopardy it's as simple as that because you know, the company wants all of its stores to make a profit. If they're not profitable, they're going to take a look as to why. And they're going to take a look as to who perhaps is, is not helping the store to be profitable. And they're going to ask questions and there are going to be procedures. And you know, some of those procedures and those steps won't necessarily be particularly pleasant. But you know, as much as I could you know sort of rail against a culture of corporate greed the bottom line is i am in a sales position i have a responsibility to get sales i am targeted upon that i signed a contract with my employers along those lines and other people also signed contracts along those lines and you know therefore we're kind of saying we accept responsibility for for doing certain things and if we don't fulfill our obligations we can expect to be scrutinized and there are quite a few questions around all of that which have been taking place at work recently as i say it's nothing to do with me directly uh so there's a limit i guess to what i can say and how i can get involved but nonetheless it's created some tension between colleagues and it's created a fair bit of stress for for other people, including myself. And, well, uh, this has been going on for a while now and I don't know what the resolution is going to be. I, I hope at some point that there'll be a resolution to everyone's favour, but I don't know if that's actually entirely possible. I guess another way of looking at this is accountability. You know, holding ourselves accountable for our own actions is is quite important. 
not always the easiest thing in the world to do. Sometimes we don't want to acknowledge where we have perhaps let ourselves down as much as anything else. But sometimes we have no choice but to do that in a working environment in particular when our performance can impact colleagues. We can't necessarily hide from from what we've done or what we haven't done. And that's, you know, that's reality of, of life in some respects. Accountability is an interesting subject because this has been something else that I have been uh, discussing, shall we say. Well, accountability or or accreditation, accreditation, stuff like that has also been a an area of focus, shall we say, in, in recent times, not least of all due to a few arguments and discussions that I've had with with people. People who you know, have have taken what I've had to say and both used it in my view in a rather unfair fashion, but also they have failed to give proper credit to me for what I've had to say. And without going into the nuts and bolts of this, because you'll see this on the website, there's people out there who operate with some very big, very obvious double standards. And they're also, in my view, to be honest, quite cowardly in terms of, you know, of, of how they quote me and how they use my words. I don't think they're being particularly transparent and they've gone to great lengths to excuse themselves from having to be transparent. And it all just adds up to the idea that they don't want to be held accountable for for how they're using my words. And they're placing a huge amount of spin to try and seem like the wounded party here, when in fact really they're not. But I also don't believe that this person is remotely capable of acknowledging where he has done wrong. And I don't expect him to do anything to actually change his behaviour, because in his mind he's beyond reproach and should not be held accountable for any of his actions in any way, shape or form. To do so to him is patently grossly unfair, and there's no reasoning with people like that. Especially considering that they hide a lot of what they do behind the cloak of religious fundamentalism. I genuinely think they believe they are infallible. But who knows, perhaps time will change that situation as well. Speaking of time, well, we are on the verge of December. Today, of course, being the 30th of November, we are now on the cusp of what I regard as the Christmas season. Now, I am well aware that some people put decorations and whatnot up uh, in November. I know uh, that a lot of Christmas music and stuff tends to kickstart as soon as Halloween finishes. So you hit November the 1st and you're bombarded with you know Christmas adverts and Christmas messages and Christmas music. Uh, and then after Thanksgiving in the USA, things tend to ramp up a notch as well with, with the Christmas talk. For me... I try to hold off doing anything particularly Christmassy until the 1st of December at the earliest. And there's a reason for that. 
I want Christmas to feel special. And to me, if Christmas starts in November, or in some sort of scenarios even earlier, it loses some of the magic. You know, Christmas is a special time because it's a brief time of the year where we can kind of believe in, in magic. You look at the faces of children on you know, Christmas Eve, they're so excited because they believe Santa is on the way. And of course, Christmas morning is, a, is an absolutely mad sort of rush, isn't it? And yeah, it's, it's a wonderful time, especially when, when you've got younger children and they, and they still have that belief in Santa. You can honestly believe that magic is real. You can see it through their faces. You can experience your own childhood in some respects again through their eyes. And it's a wonderful feeling. But if you start Christmas too early, I think people start to feel a bit burned out by it. You know, it's just, but it gets to the middle of December and it just you feel overwhelmed by the Christmas message. It's too much. It's too often. Um, it's just, it just kind of, as I say, it, it it kind of burns you out from the whole thing. So for me, Christmas shouldn't start until December the 1st. I do understand in some respects, you know, buying presents and all that kind of stuff. I understand that kind of thing starts before December. I do. But actually celebrating Christmas and getting into the Christmas mood, into the festive spirit, that kind of thing for me shouldn't start until December the 1st at the absolute earliest. So... Maybe that makes me grinchy in some respects. I mean, my wife and daughter love to joke that I'm a bit like a Grinch. The reality is I love Christmas. I really do. But Christmas starts in December. The celebration of the festive season starts in December, not beforehand. If it starts beforehand, then it starts to feel less special. So that's, that's my view on the subject that's my particular take on christmas it should start in december i think that's perfectly fair if people want to do it earlier then you know that's fine and that's on them but i just have you know my preferred way of doing things and i'm gonna be a stickler for this i think until my dying day christmas is in december and it is not until you know it's not before december Speaking of Christmas and December and all that kind of jazz, we're trying to figure out what to do at work for our Christmas do. Some of the uh, aforementioned tensions and issues are making that somewhat tricky, but we do have one or two ideas which could be quite different. Whether or not we actually do them, I don't know, but some of it is around the idea of uh, exploring hidden parts of London so we'll see what pans out there. And also taking place, and this is going to be an interesting experience. Uh, back in August, my wife, daughter and I, we went away to a holiday park in Great Yarmouth. Whilst we were there, we played the bingo. And by some absolute miracle chain of events, we actually won the bingo. And our prize was a weekend break to a lodge in Dorset in December. So that's something that I am definitely looking forward to. I'll be interested to know what they do in terms of things like activities 
will we have like I mean, some of these places have like you know meet the reindeer sessions the swing pool i believe will be open i hope it's heated because if it's not heated then it's going to be a horrible experience and the cabins themselves i think are meant to have pretty good heating so worst comes to worst we can cuddle up together in a nice warm log cabin well i don't know if it's a log cabin but it's a cabin so i think it promises to be a nice little getaway an unusual little moment as i say you know we won a prize uh, and we get to now enjoy a prize. We don't win anything. We're not a lucky family. We don't tend to win things like this. So to win this little break, absolutely wonderful. Really looking forward to it. And uh, needless to say, it will form part of my upcoming Meerkat Muse. There'll be pictures and there'll be uh, stuff to do with that, without a doubt. So keep an eye, of course, on the blog if you want to know what my experience was like at this lovely little lodge. Is there anything else? You know, I could delve into the realm of politics and society. I'm so fed up and worn down by all of that stuff at the moment. I don't think I can bring myself to go into that territory. Uh, suffice to say, I sometimes look at the news and I just, I, I wonder if there's a future for humanity, I really do. I'd love to believe, and I do try to believe, the best in people and the best in humanity. But sometimes humanity seems absolutely determined to defy me and to prove me wrong. Suffice to say, you know, my, my views on a great many subjects have not changed. I think that the Tories are absolute scumbags who need to go. I have um, little patience for religious fundamentalists who continue to be idiots in my view and that kind of sums up where I'm at really oh the one last thing I could mention is I'm, I'm at on a different subject entirely about 56,000 words in not one but two stories I'm writing and I'm uh, at a point now where I'm thinking to myself with one of them how do I actually bring this story to a close how do I tie it off and, and start to wrap things up because there's one story that I'm thinking of actually self-publishing, although that's not set in stone. And there's another one, which is the sequel to The Awakening, that I'll go via Jumpmaster Press uh, and, and send it off to them when that's done. Hopefully, bit of luck, I'll be in a position where I can get one or both of these published next year, or at the very least get them to the publishers next year uh, and get the process rolling to get them out there but we'll see how that goes watch this space of course with that is all i can really say whether or not i'll be doing much writing in december i have no idea it's not necessarily a great occasion for that but we'll see how it goes on that note i wish you all well if i don't do another podcast before christmas i will wish you a happy christmas now but you never know maybe i'll squeeze another one in and of course there's going to be lots and lots of christmas stuff on my blog, Meerkat Musings is doing a Miri Christmas Advent calendar up until the big day. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. It's really silly. I think it's quite fun, but hopefully you'll enjoy that. On that note, I wish you all well, and I hope you tune in next time. Take care, everyone.